0: Hi, I'm Laura Palatin. Welcome to the Practically Spiritual Show, where we take a practical approach to spirituality and create our own personal spiritual path. I am really excited about sharing this particular concept with you, and I sincerely hope that it's powerful in helping you overcome this stumbling block to rising to the level of the highest version of ourselves known as imposter syndrome, which is when we feel like We're pretending to be who we are, but we really aren't. Like, we haven't earned the right to call ourselves who we truly are. So let me just tell you a quick story of how I came up with this idea for this podcast. I was performing original songs that I'm really proud of in a bar at an open mic. And yeah, I'm aware that my subject matter isn't exactly what everybody else was doing. Uh, My original songs tend to be very personal and very spiritual in nature. So the first song was about mass shootings and how we should come together as a as a human race. And the second song was about present moment awareness. The third was just a fun bar song, but um, it, I definitely had some friction from some of the people in the audience. And afterwards, a woman came up to me and said that she just loved my songs, that I was a great songwriter and a great lyricist. And I instantly thought, yeah, but I'm not a professional. Yeah, but I haven't been doing it all that long. And it just reminded me of a game I used to play with my kids. And I'll tell you all about that after the theme song, and we'll get right into it. But I think I think this is going to be really helpful. So stick around with me. Welcome to the Practically Spiritual Show. Together we will learn, laugh, and grow. Break indoctrination, rise above our nation, and so welcome to the Practically Spiritual Show. So when my kids were young, I used to play this really fun game with them. At least, at least it was really fun for me. Let's say they were supposed to be cleaning their room, and I'd come to check on their progress, and of course, they got distracted because they found some toy they forgot they even owned, and I'd say, I thought you were cleaning your room, and I'd get a response like, yabbit, and just for fun, I'd start calling out, here, yabbit, yabbit, and I'd say, oh my gosh, there's a yabbit in your room, and I'd get down on my hands and knees, and I'd start looking around and pretending I'm looking for a fuzzy little animal, right? Right. And of course, I was just trying to draw their attention to the fact that they were not explaining so much as giving an excuse for why they haven't done the work they promised to do. Eventually, the kid would join me on the floor and we would start working together and I'd redirect them. But it drew the attention to the fact that this was just an excuse. It wasn't a reason. A yabbit is an excuse. And of course, we all have yabbits. We all have excuses for why we don't step into the highest and best version of ourselves. And in this episode, what I'm going to talk about is one of my pet yabbits, and I'm betting it's one of yours too, which is imposter syndrome, or feeling like we don't deserve to be who we know we really are. So like I said, in this episode, the yabbit is standing in for imposter syndrome. That's the excuse that we're going to look at. There are certainly others. Uh, and it's often helpful when that phrase goes through our mind or whatever your pet phrase is for when you are dismissing yourself and your and your value cuz that, that doesn't matter it, for me it's yabbit and and because i played that game with my kids it makes me think of a little bunny rabbit and and there's just something about thinking about something that's sort of powerful and makes us feel a certain way as being quite powerless so so i'm going to talk about this particular stumbling block for many of us and also some of its manifestations as well as ways to strip it of its power. Imposter syndrome. Feeling like you're not good enough, feeling like you're pretending to be someone or something that you're not is a fear-based thought process. At its best interpretation, imposter syndrome is there to protect us from embarrassment. Embarrassment is very uncomfortable. We restrict our own pride in ourselves and our accomplishments to protect ourselves from being embarrassed by gatekeepers. Let's face it, there are gatekeepers in every area of our society. Gatekeepers are people who take it upon themselves to determine who has the right to identify with a group or community. Let's get comfortable with denying gatekeepers authority. For instance, the people who are moved by and collect my art see me as an artist. And I could easily yabbit that away by saying, Yabbit. I didn't go to art school, so I'm not a real artist. Yabbits are horrible and demoralizing habits. Let me just say, this is me. I get this. This episode is for me. This is something I address often. And that's why it's so important to me to communicate this well to you. Because if you suffer from this too, I want to help you break out of it. Okay, another example. I am a person who writes and performs my own songs. Am I not a songwriter? I've written and published books. Does this not make me an author? Yeah, but I didn't go to the school of music. Yeah, but I didn't submit my books to big publishing houses and go on and on and on. By the way, I chose the self-publishing route because I wanted to share my books, and I'm not famous. A big publishing house is unlikely to work with me. I am extremely proud of the work I've done on my books, and mostly because of the wonderful interactions I've had with people who've purchased and read my books. I have absolutely no regrets. Some people believe the threshold of calling yourself a thing is being a professional, right? Do you make your living from a thing? We live in a capitalist society, so I can see why people want to use this as the threshold. I've actually had men tell me that I don't meet their threshold for calling myself a musician or an artist or an author because I'm not making my living from these art forms. These men are gatekeepers. Let me just say, it's not unreasonable to be afraid of gatekeepers, especially When the identity we're struggling with claiming is something that doesn't come with certificates or diplomas. And you'd think the right credentials would inoculate you from imposter syndrome, but it does not. The first time I heard of imposter syndrome, um, I was listening to a man speak about his own life. And this is a man who was a really well-known specialist physician. He'd been traveling all over the world. His opinion was highly valued. He had every reason to have all the confidence in the world that he's the real deal. And I heard him articulate this, and it just it just slayed me. He said that sometimes when he's driving his car, he has this fear that a police officer is going to pull him over, pull him out of his car and say, we know you're not the real deal. We know that you're just a 12-year-old pretending. And I thought, oh, my God, if this person feels that way, With all their accomplishments and all of their accolades and their, you know, importance in their community. It's not surprising that the rest of us feel this way a lot. Any given kid with art in an art exhibit will proudly tell you that they are one of the artists If you asked a kid who performed in a school band performance, if they were one of the musicians, they will happily tell you, yes, I'm one of the musicians, because in their mind, it fits. They made the music. They are the musicians. Yet I struggle with saying I gave birth because I had a C-section, right? Yeah, but I couldn't give birth naturally. So what's our deal, right? 70% of people have this experience. So you probably know what I'm talking about. In all likelihood, you've had an experience of feeling like you couldn't, shouldn't claim an identity that arguably you've earned, that actually applies to you. Spiritually speaking, imposter syndrome is simply a manifestation of fear. To be our strongest, most pure selves, we want to reject the influence of fear in our lives unilaterally. So let's consider some strategies for taming our own personal yabbits. It's time to make that yabbit our pet instead of the other way around. First, we want to just notice the feeling and let it go. Don't stop the thought from coming. Don't become alarmed and, um, oh my god, because that actually entrenches it more in your brain. But you can choose what you do with the thought, right? So First, we're just going to recognize why this has so much power to make us feel so very small, so very fast. As I said before, imposter syndrome, at its best, helps us to avoid embarrassment. Most people are really uncomfortable with embarrassment. So let's just acknowledge what the yabbit shows up to do to protect us. When that yucky feeling comes up and we have the urge to diminish ourselves, instead, it's better to stop and thank the yabbit for showing up to protect us. No big deal. We aren't actually diminished because we choose not to be. Second, take a moment and notice that the yabbit is actually full of it. Spiritually speaking, you are an authentic, real, fully realized person. Imposter syndrome is just a feeling a fear. It's not real and doesn't deserve your attention, let alone the control of your actions in any way. Third, I'd like to encourage you to really take the time to look at your role in the situation that you find yourself in. Notice your abilities, your talent, your work. Why do you believe that you can and should do the thing? An ultimate goal here is for you to have a rebuttal to the Yabbit down to a short one-sentence response. For instance, when I feel insecure about my art, when a Yabbit tells me you're not a real artist— I know I'm an artist because I make art. That's what an artist does. So do your homework and boil your response to the abbot down to a super simple phrase. You can even start by thanking it. As I said before, we don't want to give it any power to make us feel any certain way. And there's something about thanking something that's trying to hurt you. (laughs) Because what you're doing is acknowledging the kernel of good that's in it right you're trying to protect yourself from embarrassment you recognize that there's gatekeepers and and it's not unreasonable most of the time gatekeepers are people who suffer from this more than anybody else right they already feel extremely insecure about themselves and one thing that bolsters them up is to step on other people and say i have more authority than you do because i'm putting you down and it's a very bizarre Act. But when you can stop and recognize that that act is something that's self preservation on their part and really has nothing to do with you, that can be very, very helpful, even profound. But a lot of what we're talking about here is actually your own internal monologue, right? Your own internal dialogue. And it feels like this is all coming from you. But if you really think about it, it's more a response. To protect you from feeling bad should a gatekeeper show up and try to strip you of your dignity by telling you that you're not good at something. So we're kind of beating them to the punch. And we really need to stop doing that because it puts out into the universe and reflects back within ourselves an insecurity that's not necessary or helpful or even true to our spiritual path. Fourth, and I really love this idea enlist a Yabbit buddy. Now, I'm going to assume here that you have at least one friend, confidant, somebody that you really trust, that you can share, that you feel this way sometimes. And you may even find that they have this experience as well. It's very interesting to me how people that are putting themselves out there, that are trying new and different things, experience this feeling. And people who don't people who are very reserved and don't take the risk don't put themselves out there they don't seem to feel this way <laughs> they feel very confident in looking at those of us that are risking and saying oh well you this you that but i don't know maybe they have it so bad they can't even they can't even put themselves out there but you know somebody you know somebody that is also taking risks in their lives they're putting themselves out there and i'll just bet you If you talk to them and ask them if they ever have imposter syndrome, if somewhere inside of themselves they don't go, yeah, but I'm not a real insert thing here, you will find that they feel that way too. And there's something very powerful about just sharing your feelings with other people and learning that you're not alone. But it's also nice to have that sort of shortcut conversation, right? Like, ah, I'm having the yabbits today. I really don't feel like I can do all the things I want to do and have somebody that you've spoken with enough about it that can let you know that that's perfectly fine and that, yeah, you can keep doing the thing anyway. Imposter syndrome really is an extremely uncomfortable feeling at the very least. At worst, it can be debilitating. Remember that I'm not a medical professional, and I hope you'll reach out for professional help if you are having feelings that are causing you so much difficulty in your life that you're having a hard time going forward. This is not meant to be mental health advice. I am hoping to reach in there and give your scared inner child a hug and remind the most vulnerable part of yourself that you are as bright a light as any light that's ever shone on this planet ever, okay? So if you're having depression or any thoughts about hurting yourself, you know, those are thoughts that you need to take to a medical professional. I want to amplify your hope. I want to put a spotlight on your joy. I want to bring out your confidence to help you overcome your yabbits And do all the things that you're here on this planet at this time to do. From a spiritual point of view, like I said, imposter syndrome or a deep feeling of inadequacy is nothing more than a manifestation of fear. We don't want to give fear much authority in our lives. I've heard fear described by the acronym false evidence appearing real. There are only two forces in the universe, love and fear. Whenever possible, we want to choose love and reject fear. So let's just recognize the yabbits as a small, powerless habit that we get to decide when we're going to let it have any power in our lives at all. So we'll thank it for reminding us that we are risking embarrassment and go right on being our powerful, fabulous, talented, smart, loving, fantastic selves. Thank you for listening to The Practically Spiritual Show. I hope you enjoyed this episode and take away something that has value and meaning for you. If you think of someone who you believe would enjoy this show, I would be so honored if you'd tell them about it. I make it pretty easy to reach out to me. I have websites for this show, thepracticallyspiritualshow.com, and a website just for me and all of my artsy work. Uh laurapalatin.com. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Until next time, take care of yourselves and remember, there really is no them. There is only us. Thanks for listening to the Practically Spiritual Show. I mean it. Thank you so much for sticking around to the end. It means so much to me. I love you. See you next time. Bye-bye.